What's going on, guys? And welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We in the motherfucking Fight Club. We're talking two fights for y'all today. Ruiz Ortiz and that boy Pitbull versus Ramirez. But before we jump into this and introduce our host, do us a favor, go down and like this video and do yourself a favor and subscribe to the channel for all the content. We got NFL coming up, UFC, NBA next season, and just our, our Monday uh, talk show episodes. But uh, let's get into it. I'm Paul, pick a win and concha, and I'm joined with... Hey, man, it's the motherfucking air shaking, trailblazing, realized nigga known as the little KK, a.k.a. the Dom P.Y.E., a.k.a. the mother pulling up, motherfucking pulling up on your screen, and we talking that big boxing shit, you feel me? Let's get right, my boys. The big boxing shit, stop big playing boxing. with them, man. What's going on, boys? Big PT? You already know what it is, man. Yeah, we got fucking two fun-ass fights, right? PBC, we got the 135er starting us off at the co-main event. Isaac Pitbull, Cruz versus Arado Ramirez. I'll be honest, I I couldn't find shit on Arado Ramirez, bro. Like, I, I don't know who he is. I do know who Isaac Cruz is. And is, uh, is, it, is this his first fight back since the tank loss? Nah, he me- <clears throat> remember he knocked out uh Camboa? Oh, yeah, he said what... What do you do when you lose at 135? Go find Gamboa and knock his ass out. And get that shit. If done. you were at 135, go find Gamboa. That's just part of the game, man. That's <laughs> that boy. I'll never forget it, man. I was at the gym one day. And there was this dude who was telling me he was a cage fighter. He was a former cage fighter. His um, roommate um, is a boxer, is a sparring partner for, for a boxer. And I'm thinking like, oh, you guys are the truth. He goes, yeah, man, a professional boxer. He kind of does his thing a little bit. And he's kind of, he's like, he's kind of on, um, on a slump recently. And I was like, damn, who? He goes, and I was two seconds away from promoting the podcast to him. He goes, Gamboa. And I was like, ah, shit. Hey, hey, Not hey, going to be a fan of this. Remember how I said I had a podcast? Shit, yeah, I forgot about it. I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, but it's like almost a come, the rites of passage. Shit, yeah. And uh, I mean, I did find one thing on Ramirez. And he, uh, so Cruz knocked out Gamboa, and the only person that I kind of compared to Gamboa is uh, that boy Lee Shelby. Like it's just a name. Like he, like you can go beat up Lee Shelby if you're if you're a world class fighter, but if you're not good, Lee Shelby's probably gonna beat you. And uh, Rado Ramirez got I don't know if he got knocked out, but I didn't know Lee Shelby beat his ass. So at, at that point, I kind of knew, I kind of knew what the fuck the, the writing on the wall for this fight was. Nah, man. I feel like Esau, bro. The one thing I I noticed about Esau in the Tank fight is his defense, man. That boy, he had good defense against Tank. Tank, it was hard for Tank to land clean punches on him, and like that one, uh, Tank's favorite punch, the uppercut. Esau was parrying like that shit was nothing to block that shit. So like, I feel like if Esau hold that defense and fucking do that classic. His pit bull style, just come in forward. Huh, huh, huh. I feel like this could be easy work, and maybe he could definitely try to earn another title shot or title shot against Tank. Because that's that's the only guy Tank is going to fucking go after. He ain't gonna, hey, it's going to be hard for Esau to try to fight Devin Haney. He ain't, he ain't getting that fight. 
No, not, not with his losses and draws. But I would like I'll, – I'll see Aesop versus Tank again. Fuck it. Because Tank ain't going to fight no one else interesting. Well, shit, the odds are minus 650 for Isaac Cruz, so it was a massive favorite here. I, me and Marcus both are on him. And my one question for y'all is over under 10 and a half rounds. I'd let Kev, pick, uh, Kev make your pick on the fight and start it off. Do you think it's going over or under 10 and a half rounds? Um, I give it a pit bull um, just because I, so I watched that fight with him and Tank, and that was pretty cool. Like, I thought he was a dog in that fight. He made Tank, he made Tank look like the smaller guy, which is really tough with how strong that motherfucker is. So, yeah, I definitely like Pitbull Cruz. And I don't know about his knockout power like that for real. I just know that he's a dog. But I'm going to give it under 10 and a half because, like, I don't want to watch a 10-round fight. I'm not going to lie to you. Mark, you see that boy Cruz getting the KO or is he going to the decisions? Yeah, I see him getting the KO. Under 10 and a half? Yeah, I think maybe six to eight. Mid-round knockout? I think I'll yeah. – I'm uh, I'm gonna take the I'll rock the over here, but I think he gets the knockout. But in the championship rounds, I think he gets the knockout. On the the I just think ball. that pressure of like him coming with those overhands and just that relentless pressure, I think is gonna eventually break a break homie him. down. Yeah, classic Esau. Classic pit bull. Yeah, man. Hey, and if he gets on the mic, talk his shit, call out Tank again. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they'll do that. They'll do that. I like them to actually do that over there. Definitely. And, uh, I mean, this is you got the co- – he's still in the co-main event slot. So, even with that loss, he hasn't really fell down that far. No, I think – bro, honestly, I think the Tank fight raised his stock and, like, made him more of a, a name and more people are – because. When they announced Esau, because I'm pretty sure Esau was a fill-in. I don't even think that was the actual scheduled fight. I think he was a fill-in, and people were like, who the fuck is this guy? But then he put on a performance, and then Jay was like, damn, he's nice. Yeah, boy, he had a nice form. He had good attitude, and he just got that relentless dog in him, which that's a fan favorite right there. I think that definitely raised his stock. Well, shit, then we had... Our fucking big boys on the card at main event, the heavyweights here, Andy Ruiz Jr. versus Lewis Ortiz. Man, this is a fun fight. I mean, those big boys, the last fight we saw, Usyk Joshua, and, and even the co-main event, Zong and Heroic, like those fucking top 15 heavyweights, even though you're not top five, them boys throw down and they stand and bang. Like they really have nothing to lose. So this should be fun. I fuck. With Andy Ruiz, no cap, you feel me? Cause I remember when he took that fight against Joshua. I looked at him and I was like, "Huh." I look. I didn't think he was gonna win, but I look. I was like, "Huh." He doesn't look like a bitch. He, he doesn't look like. Usually at that point in time, Joshua was fighting people that way, that like kind of way like out of his league, like way under his league type shit. But like, I looked at him, I was like, "Oh no, you might be worried about him. He kind of big, but he looked like he got hands for him." And he's so heavy-handed and he's so strong. Now that he's leaner, I like him to be able to move move more. And I feel like he has to work nothing but footwork. So I fuck with Andy Ruiz. No cap. I love to see him versus Wilder. Mm-hmm, man, that's the one fight I would want to see. Andy versus Wilder. That would be some they're, fireworks. They're both with PBC, and I believe that's the fight they're trying to make where Andy Ruiz just has to beat this 40-year-old Luis Ortiz. 
and Wyler has to fight. Um, oh, I can't remember the guy's name right now, but he has a fight already set up, and they want Ruiz versus Wilder. Got to be a fucking mega fight. That's selling out. That's the big time market right there. Even with no belts on the line, no belts, too big because it's not going more than five, four or five. Shit. Well, Andy Ruiz hasn't fought in over a year. He his last fight was against uh, Chris Arola, and he beat him. He looked pretty good. Luis. Ortiz actually is the more active fighter, even though he's 43. This will be a second fight this year. His heavy-ass hands has always made him fun to watch. And he's actually low-key, maybe. I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on this, but 95% sure that he's going to be Andy Ruiz's first southpaw opponent. Uh... And if that's the case, that does always make it a little bit more exciting just because we they haven't really seen him go up against anyone that's a southpaw especially with heavy hands like lewis he may be 43 but power is the last thing that goes one thing i'll say about lewis ortiz man when the rematch against wilder he was the second funny. fight they had bro i ain't gonna lie i thought wilder was about to lose for real because ortiz came out in his bag bro came out boxing southpaw looking clean didn't give up no easy looks he was out there tagging Wilder, and he slipped up for one millisecond and got fucking laid out by Wilder, bro, and he fucking collapsed. And that's that's the one where there's a meme where, like, his face is, like, looking real bad, where his eyes are bulged out. It became a meme. So it's like, if Luis could, like, kind of bring a little bit of that into this fight, like that boxing and really just keeping the distance and stuff, but I mean... He's not going to fear Andy Ruiz's power as much as Wilder, of course. But Andy Ruiz got sleeper power, bro. His, he got some pop to his hands for a fat little guy. And, like, with that, the combination of speed and power, like, you know, that precision, that, that's what creates power, too. So it's, that's going to be interesting for real. It's sneaky power because you, the the fact that his fan hands are just so fucking fast and his combos are so fluid that the power is the last thing that you're looking at. Just exactly, at, like, and like, this look at fast, like, oh, wow. honestly, if you yes, look dude. at the Joshua fight, I feel like the punches weren't really the cleanest punches to drop Joshua, but had some fucking lick behind it to fucking put okay. it that big ass dude down. You don't want to take too many of them in a row, like he's really headed <laughs> like that. And I've been seeing clips of uh, Andy Ruiz, bro. He's look nice. He, I seen him doing mesh. He's he looked like a big ass like like middleweight or something like he just looked like he's not supposed to be a heavyweight but man he looked nice for real that boy he better win bro you can't lose to a fucking grandpa well i like the odds are close as fuck for a fight it is probably because also andy reese almost lost his other it was a good even though he came out on top and he still got knocked down i believe uh yeah they were going at it and that shit was low-key a war so it's like are people going to trust Ruiz? What kind of shape is he going to come in? Weigh-ins haven't happened yet, but we that's going to answer a lot of questions. How does he look at the weigh-ins? Because he's coming in. He's looking like a fucking seal. It, it, it yeah, I don't know. This might be the most mentally focused I've seen Andy Ruiz. Personally. That's, that's, what I, that's what it's looking like to me, for real. 
that's the biggest question. I think everything leading up to the fight's already answered it. He wouldn't be looking this lean. He wouldn't be so confident in his pressers. They're not even like pressers, but just his one-on-one with the medias. Like he just looks like a guy who's locked in to really like come come to fucking shake some make some noise in the heavyweight division. No rap cap. He's doing his thing right now. I fuck with bro the long way. He's gotten there. He's I promise you he's gonna pull up in some great fucking shape. And he's gonna be able he's gonna be able to move in that ring. And I think that's gonna be what gets Luis Ortiz frustrated. Because like if you're you're slower, but you still have that power. So but if you can't get any clean shots on my boy, because he's over here moving, and he's never been slow. Like he's never been slow, even though he's been big. So I really like Eddie Ruiz in this one. And like I like him to knock him out too. All right. Well, let's get to the everyone's favorite part of the episode, what you're here for. Let's get to the picks and the over-under. Who wants to start us off? And I'll let you know the over-under is eight and a half rounds. Definitely Ruiz under. under. Mark? Mm, I'm going to go. I'll go at Andy. Eight and a half. You going with the over? Yeah. Only because the thing is, though, I don't trust fucking Ortiz chin, though. That shit might be fucking sloppy. So that shit could be done. But Andy Ruiz was in a war in his last fight. And I, I think that went to the later rounds. I can't remember. But that's why I'm going to go with the over. Eight and a half. I'm taking the, I'm taking Andy Ruiz, of course. Yeah. First and foremost. But I'm taking the over eight and a half rounds just because I, he hasn't fought in over a year. And I think he might need a, a, a round or two to get his footing right. And then once he realizes how much faster he is than Luis Ortiz, then he's going to turn it up on him and just, like, grind his ass out of the ring. But I think that he'll eventually grind him out into, like, eight and a half is, like, the perfect spot, like, in my opinion. Because I, I want to say, like, the eighth, ninth round. But I'm, I guess I have over eight and a half. So I think he gets it done in, like, the later rounds. I guess maybe the odds are really close because it's heavyweights and like one punch can really game. change. Yeah, one one punch can change this whole fight. Facts, not nah, bro. One, it's all it really takes, especially when you're talking about these heavyweights too. One punch. And uh, I hope Andy Ruiz uses his his youth and like him being younger and maybe just being. It's more athletic, even though it won't look it, but use that ring management, you know, and try to work his way around, for sure. I need him to come out, push the pace, let his hands go early, and it'll be, a, I think, a couple knockdowns, and then we end with a nice little KO at the end of the night. No cap. It's going to be a nice one. I like this card. It's going to be fun. Yes, sir. Where did they fight? Uh, fight at? Oh uh, yeah, they're uh, fighting in uh, let me see Los Angeles, California. They're at the Crypto Arena. Nice. They're, somebody, uh, somebody got to win in that motherfucker. Might as well be Andy Ruiz. A fun little bet for my betting people out there for this fight. If you get Andy Ruiz to win between round seven and twelve, so like at the, after the halfway mark, as long as he gets a knockout after seven to twelve, twenty-five to win eighty. Damn. And I think that's a that for boxing. I don't think, bro. You don't. These odds are crazy. In my, I think we're all on Andy Ruiz. So, yeah, give me that bet. 
No round crap, but hey, man, we got anything else? Any news? Uh, no, that has to, I think that's pretty good right there for those two. Hey, man, we talking some more big boxing shit, you feel me? So, like, this is a totally blitz fight club, you feel me? We got nothing more coming on your way. We got football coming next week. Everybody knows Marcus is a Panthers fan. Whew. Chad Baker. I mean, us dirty birds got something to say about that. So catch us, catch us on our football when the football previews and recaps get started dropping. Catch us on our UFC fight previews. And catch us on the motherfucking anywhere you get your podcast. Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, your mom's grandma's house, your old school radio. We don't give a fuck. Just listen or watch. You feel me? But in the meantime, we're going to tell you once again. Cause y'all stay forgetting. I'm in this bitch with Paul Pickham Wyndham concert. That boy Marcus Prime Time Penley. And this is your boy Lil KK, aka the Don PYE. And this has been totally blitz, yeah. Got a problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools. You could call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes. This ain't not new. Higher than I ever been I got a problem with